0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Bumper to Bumper Plates Podcast. I'm Rob Veltry and this is the fitness podcast where I talk about one topic while sitting in traffic on my way home from work. It's another lovely day on the Bell Parkway. I'm not moving all that much. So, as always, good time to get started with our episode. So, today's episode is basically going to be a quick guide on how to not hurt yourself in the gym, like from training specifically. So, before we get into this, just understand that, I, I, and I've said this before, we are we train, we go to the gym, we we exercise, we train to make our lives better out physically, outside the gym, right? we We train to feel better, to be stronger, to, to be more resilient to injury outside of the gym. So if we're hurting ourselves when we're in the gym, we're being a little counterproductive there, right? So that's number one. Also, again, I'm not a doctor. I do not know if you hurt yourself in the gym in the past, I don't know why you did it <laughs> this episode might clear that up a little bit. It might not. Okay. Again, I'm not a doctor. Injuries. There are a lot of different things that can happen within an injury. There's a lot of different reasons why you can get injured. They are multifactorial. There's a lot of factors that go into playing that, that play into getting injured. Okay. So muscle pulls, muscle tears, things like that. They all happen for a lot of different reasons. So I am not a doctor. I cannot tell you exactly why you hurt yourself, but what I am going to do in this episode is to give you, from, again, experience with myself and training people, uh, give you like a list of th- things that you can focus on that might, might lower your chance of hurting yourself in the gym. Okay, So again, I've hurt myself in the gym a lot because, from being stupid, that's number one, <laughs> and also not paying attention to other things as well that we're going to talk about here today. So let's get into that. To put it as simply as possible... Okay, injuries happen when your body is not prepared for the task that you're giving it. Okay, I'll say that again. Injuries happen when your body is not prepared for the task. Okay, so what exactly does that mean, right? No matter what, that just basically means that your body is specifically not prepared to do whatever exercise, whatever load, whatever intensity you are doing, your body's just not prepared for it, right? And that is the most common way that you're going to end up hurting yourself in the gym. So, f- first things first, I wanna talk about technique and form of exercise. So it's really, it's really be- widely believed that if you have bad technique, it's automatically going to lead to injury somehow, or it's going to cause you to hurt yourself. That's not always true, okay? It's not always true. If you start off, if you're learning an exercise and you have, first of all, I don't really like the phrase bad form or bad technique because that just doesn't really, it's, it's pretty subjective for the most part. I mean, yes, if you are looking to, let's just, let's let's do a, an RDL or a deadlift, for example. If you're doing a deadlift and you are trying to, you know, stress your glutes and your hamstrings more in the deadlift and you are severely rounding your back, that doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna hurt your back, but you are taking the load away from your glutes and hamstrings, in which case you are not doing the exercise correctly. That would mean it's bad form, okay? Same thing with you know a bench press. If you're trying to not let your elbows flare out and they end up flaring out because of your technique, then yeah, that's bad technique. But generally speaking, bad technique or bad form does not automatically equal injury. And let me explain why, okay? Our bodies will adapt to specific movements and specific movement patterns. So if you start off learning a deadlift and you have a decent amount of rounding in your back, Yes, that's going to put some that's going to shift some of the load onto your discs in your back, but not all of it. I mean, you still have a lot of muscles in your back. You have your erector spinae, the, the big muscle that goes up your back. Your you know, your erectors that do a lot of the work there as well. So, if you just start off by deadlifting with a rounded back and then you always end up doing that, well, guess what? You're going to get stronger in that position. And somebody might look at you and say, "Oh my god, that deadlift technique is horrendous," but They're going to hurt themselves, but not if you've been doing that and not if your body adapts to that, right? Then the the chance of you hurting yourself is going to be a lot less than an average person who deadlifts differently and then ends up doing that. So having said that, okay, I'll go into what I mean by that. When you are, when your body is used to one specific technique of something, okay, let's, we'll, we'll keep using the deadlift for example, because people love to say that deadlifts are dangerous and will hurt yourself. If your body is used to lifting with a flat back, let's say you go, you really get into extension in your back. You don't let yourself round at all. Every time you deadlift, it looks like you puff your chest out on every single rep. Okay. Your body's going to get used to lifting that way. Right? So if you get to a certain load, like a certain weight that throws your technique off when you're lifting, that's when your chance of injury is going to increase. Again, it doesn't, automatically mean injury. It's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying your chance of injury in that case is going to increase. Why? Because your body is now in an unfamiliar position with a heavy load. With a load that you're used to doing within that other position of the more flat back you know, and chest up position, which a lot of people tend to do when they try to deadlift because they don't want to hurt themselves. So again, I'm not saying that technique is wrong to have your chest up and your back flat. But if you're lifting and the weight starts to get heavy and it throws your technique off, that's when your chance of injury will go up. And if you do happen to tweak something or pull something, then you can easily go and say like, oh yeah, it's because this deadlift was, you know, my my form sucked. It's like, well, it's not that your form sucked, it's just that it it broke from, your form broke from what your body is used to doing. So since you were in a position that you were not prepared for, you were not, your body was not prepared for that task in that position, that's when when you could possibly hurt yourself. You could possibly tweak something in your back, pull something, whatever it might be. But regardless, just because you see something that looks ugly, quote unquote, it doesn't mean it's gonna be injury. Same thing with squatting. Like if somebody's knees go in on a squat, like if they cave in a little bit, a lot of the times people think that's gonna lead to knee injuries, not always. You might see, I mean, if you look into Olympic weightlifters, and a lot of the times they get super strong when they squat, and their knees will fall in, fall forward, or fall inward, I should say, and it happens, and they're squatting more weight than anybody you'll probably ever know, and they don't hurt themselves that way. Why? Because their bodies are, adapt to that form, they adapt to that technique. It, It does not, yes, there might be a little bit more torque put on your knees when they cave in, but again, it doesn't necessarily mean injury, right? Your body will adapt as long as you are doing everything else properly. All right, so again, form, yes, it's important for performing the lift, especially if it's going to be an efficient technique, but just because you have quote unquote bad or ugly technique does not mean you're going to hurt yourself. It just means you're not going to be lifting that weight as efficiently. But again, if you're used to one specific technique and your, the weight throws you off into a different position, that's when the chance of injury is going to increase a little bit. So having said that, I want to move on from the, from the technique police there because right? there's nothing I love more than going on Instagram and seeing like a, somebody lifting heavy right and it's like it's a it's a good lift but it's, it, it wasn't perfect like their, their technique breaks down a little bit and everyone in the comments is just telling them how they're gonna hurt themselves good luck walking in 20 years my back hurts just watching this whatever dumb comments you could think of right but I'm just telling you now if you're lifting something heavy your form is not gonna be perfect and if your form is perfect all the time then you're not lifting heavy enough sorry said what I said anyway moving on uh, listen to your body okay if you if, Listen to your body when you're in the gym. If you are, if you have in mind that you're supposed to lift a certain weight on the bench press, right? Say you're benching today. You're, it says you're going to lift two twenty five for you know whatever sets of five. I don't know whatever your program is. But listen to your body. If your your body is going to tell you when it's when you're not feeling good, right? Your shoulder is going to tell you if it's bothering you a little bit, right? Warm up a little. Get yourself moving and figure out, hey. Is this a good idea for me to push this weight today? Now, a lot of the times your ego is going to kick in and say, yes, absolutely. I'm supposed to hit this weight. It's what's programmed for me. And then you could listen to that ego and say, yeah, I got to do this. And you end up pushing a weight that again, your body's not prepared for, for that day. And that's how you could potentially, again, this, nothing's a guarantee here. This is all just possibilities. You could potentially increase your injury risk of injury. So listen to your body. If you're not feeling it, then don't go heavy. Right? It took me a very long time to understand that because I was obsessed with hitting a specific number every time I did certain exercises and I had to hit that number no matter what. And I would force myself to do it no matter what the time of day was, no matter how I slept the night before, how I ate that day. I didn't care. I had to do it because my ego got in the way. And there were plenty of times that I hurt my back, hurt my you know hip or whatever, tweaked something because I was being stupid and I did, and I did not listen to my body. So... Listen to your body, right? It, it, again, very good. our bodies are very good at telling us when we're not feeling it. Our brains just, however, take over and our ego gets in the way. And that's generally what can lead to that as well. Um, another thing, working off of RPE as opposed to percentages. So what I mean by that is a lot of the times in certain, tra- in s- not all, but certain strength training programs, they might have you, it might have you working off of a certain percent of your one rep max In a certain lift, meaning, you know, if again, if it's a bench press and your work and your best bench press is like 275 pounds or whatever, it might be having you working at 80% that day. And again, that's a certain number in your head that you feel you might have to hit, but, and then you try, try for it. And if you don't listen to your body again, chance of injury might go up. If you're working off of RPE instead of percentage, that changes things a little bit. And I've, I've talked about RPE briefly, but it's rate of perceived exertion, which is a one to ten scale on how a certain exercise feels. So if you're if you're supposed to be at an RPE seven or eight, and at two twenty five for bench press, again we'll just keep the same example. And you're at and you're warming up, and you're at one eighty five or one ninety five, and that feels like maybe a seven because you're not feeling great today. Maybe it's not a good idea to go up to two twenty five then. Right. Again, RPE is great because it it's really based off of how you are feeling and how your body is feeling that day. So if it's not feeling great, then it's a you know a good idea to work off of that. So you know I I would suggest looking into RPE. Maybe I'll do an episode on RPE and dive into it a little bit more. But. Uh, look into that and, and, and train it off of that based off of a specific percentages of certain lifts. I think that's just better for the general population of people, um, unless you're a power lifter or, you know, a weightlifter and you have to hit certain percentages, which I'm going to assume most people that listen to this podcast are not power lifters. So, you know, it probably will work for you to look into RPE, right? Uh, rest is, resting is another one. Resting as much as you can, it, whether that's during your workout Or, you know, sleeping, like try to get as much sleep as possible. Now, listen, I have a a 10 month baby at home, a 10 month old baby at home. Okay. My sleeping is not great right now. (laughs) Okay. Any other parents out there that have young children, they know that their sleeping is not great either. And I used to say all the time before I had a baby, Hey, you should really try to get as much sleep as possible. And I still say that, but at least I, 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 now I at least understand that, Hey, that's not always realistic sometimes when you have young, young children at home. So. I'm still going to say, get as much sleep as you possibly can, right? I, I, I understand that if you have a baby or a young child, that's unpredictable. Sometimes, you know, my, my son got up at two in the morning last night for a bottle, right? That's unpredictable. That's, you know, a half hour or less of sleep for me. But anyway, still try to sleep as much as possible, okay? Resting is important. Re- let, let your body recover. Let your b- body get prepared for the next uh, training session. Also, nutrition and hydration. Also. Okay, those are also important because nutrition and hydration, of course, fuel, you need to be eating enough to fuel your training. If you're somebody who likes to train hard and heavy like often, you know, one to two times per week or even more than that, you need to be eating enough to fuel that. Okay, if you're not eating enough to fuel that, then you're not recovering well either, and again, your chance of injury is going to increase. It, your body needs those nutrients it needs those calories to to keep training if you're if you do push yourself that often same thing with hydration right if you're not hydrated if the muscles don't have enough water in them if the body doesn't have enough water in it uh, again chance of injury can be a little bit higher as well so rest nutrition hydration all very important there that's probably nothing new for you if you, you know you're probably well aware that you need to sleep eat and drink well but you know just to reiterate that also plays into your chances of injury, okay? If you're not sleeping, eating, or drinking well, and you still like to train hard and lift heavy, I'm not saying you're guaranteed to get hurt, that's not true, but your chance of injury is going to be higher, okay? That's just what it is. So, if you can't work on all three of those things, like if you need to work on rest recovery, I'm sorry, uh, rest, nutrition, and hydration, and you can't work on all three of those things, focus on one thing at a time, try to improve that as much as you can before you move on to something else, okay? Easiest way to do that is start drinking more water, Okay, um, again, that's a whole, again, that could be a, another whole other episode uh, for the future. But just keep that in mind. So let's wrap this up here because uh, we're pretty much done almost. Rule, rule of thumb, don't want to hurt yourself in the gym. Don't be an idiot. Okay, listen, do not Do not be an idiot. Try to have some common sense. Okay, again, that's hard. It takes a long time to mature in the gym. I am 30 years old and it, I've been training consistently for about 15 years now. And there's plenty of times that I was stupid in the gym. I let my ego get in the way. I hurt myself many times because, again, I was being stupid. I was not listening to my body. I was being an idiot. So most important rule, if you don't want to hurt yourself, don't be an idiot. Okay? Keep your ego in check. Focus on your recovery as well. And go from there. Okay? That's pretty much it. If you follow those rules, your chance of injury might not be as high. Again, not a doctor. But speaking from experience of both training myself and training other people, that's going to help. Having said that, let's wrap this up. I have made it 1.7 miles during that podcast. That matches my PR. Unfortunately, does not set a new one, but 1.7 miles is today's uh, today's number. So thanks for listening, guys, and I'll see you next week.